Baptist Church. I am Philemon. I was taught by the Spirit of the Word within me. His message of love, grace, mercy, forgiveness, peace, and truth is mine also to you. About three years ago, the Spirit of God told me that He wanted me to minister to you His message of grace. He made it clear to me that as I minister, it must be a message that's gracious because He is gracious. The message must represent Him. And so, as I go forward, the overarching theme of taught by the Spirit would be a message not to condemn, not to accuse, not to point finger, not to judge. It's just to share His message of grace and truth to you. You see, God is not here to accuse and judge and condemn anyone. That was Satan's job. So we as children of God who are sharing his message to the masses, to all our fellow men, to the world, to his church, the overarching theme has to be God's grace. God's grace that is sufficient for us. Because without understanding that, without us moving forward with grace, it is difficult to share in such a way that people who are hearing the message of grace and truth from God, instead of them feeling condemned, in that message they get the sense of God's love and forgiveness and a second chance to do things right. Fellow men, before we continue, this message is to be in parts. Even you having faith in yourself to accomplish something that you're going after. Where we think we get this faith from, we got this faith from God. He said that He placed within each and every one of us a measure of faith. And the other day, I was looking up what a measure looked like. And one of the results, it says something like 60-something pounds. Let's forget that number. Let's bring it down way less than that. And let's call it 30 pounds. Well, if a measure is 30 pounds, Jesus, when he was here on the planet, said to us, If we have faith like a mustard seed, we could say to the mountain, Go throw yourself in the sea. And if we don't doubt in our heart, it will happen. What Jesus was trying to say, he's saying that all of us have faith because God has given us a measure of faith. And if a measure is about 30 pounds and just one grain of mustard seed, which is like a pinhead of faith, could move a mountain, we have more than enough faith to place in God's grace in what he has done for us through Jesus on the cross. See, when God told us to believe in Jesus and we would be saved, he's not just saying, oh, I believe that Jesus was real and he was a man here on earth. No, to believe in Jesus, if you believe him, then you would do what he says. Then you would 
act on what he shared with us. That's having faith in Jesus. It didn't just mean, oh, I believe that Jesus is real and I believe that he's the son of God. Oh, yes, I believe that. No. Real belief is when you're doing what the person told you, what the person shared with you. If we say we believe, we'll do what he says. So this message that I'm sharing with you, it's not a message of judgment. It's a message of the grace of God. Letting us know that God understands where we are. But he's telling us where we're at, we no longer have to stay there. Because it's by his grace that we're saved. And if we place ourselves in his grace, if we take the measure of faith that he's given to us and invest all of it in him, then we'll do what he asks of us to do. And we would begin to live graciously amongst ourselves as human beings, loving each other, caring for one another as human beings on the earth, moving with compassion for our fellow men, and in doing so, instead of what we're having here on earth, because what we're having, all this turmoil and horrible things that are going on, on the planet, that is hell on earth. And Jesus taught us that we will have heaven and earth. Why would Jesus say that if it's not true? He told us that the kingdom of heaven is in you. And the kingdom of heaven, it is righteousness. It is peace. It is joy in the Holy Ghost. And this joy in the Holy Ghost, he's talking about this joy in knowing God. And to know God is to know who you are. And therefore, if you know who you are, you'll know that your neighbors are really your relatives. Because God, your Heavenly Father and mine, created all of us in His image when He made Adam and Eve. And we all came from Adam and Eve. But sin, what the devil did, 5,000 years ago brought separation between us and as time passed it got worse so that we became strangers with each other and Jesus came to bring us back to show us the truth that's why he said if you want to see the father look at me for I am the way the truth and the life and no man could enter into the kingdom of God except through me. He said, and you would know the truth and the truth will set you free. And he is the truth. God called him the head of the church. God told us at Jesus' birth, the kingdoms of the world will become the kingdoms of his dear son, Jesus. This earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And we could either have hell in it, living the way we're living, and absolutely no peace at all, forever striving for peace, but never actually having peace. Just these small little gaps of so-called peace. Because what we call peace is, is just the absence of war. But the truth is, because a massive war is not going on in, on the earth, 
that doesn't mean there's peace. In people's neighborhoods, in, in every country, there's turmoil. Injustice is happening. Inequalities. All forms of things going on on the planet. People are punishing. They're suffering. They're sick. They're being oppressed. But all because there's no war going on, no major war, we think we have peace. That's no peace. The Prince of Peace came and we rejected him. When he was born into the earth, the angel said, Peace on earth, goodwill to all mankind. Goodwill to all mankind. Goodwill to all mankind. But because he was rejected, God's heart for you and I, as human beings in the planet Earth, has not been realized. The peace, the unity, the joy that God intended us to have is kept at bay. Nevertheless, nevertheless, God told me about 10 years ago when he was preparing me for this. As I was talking with God, and waiting on him, he said to me, my original plan for man still stands. I was just sitting there waiting on him, and that is what the Spirit of God said to me. He said, my original plan for mankind still stands. And I knew exactly what he meant, because exactly what he said is what he meant. Then he went on to give me an example while I sit and I listen to what he was saying. And the example he used was this. He said, fellow man, remember when the Twin Towers got destroyed? What did your countrymen say? What did the Americans say? He said, they said this. If we don't put back the Twin Towers, bigger, taller, better than it was, then our enemy would have won. And they set out doing exactly that. They built bigger, better, taller, stronger, more beautiful than the previous. Yes, that's exactly what they did. Now fellow men, if they could do that, if they thought this way, what do you think about me? That's why I say to you, my original plan for mankind still stands. My original plan for the earth, my original plan for you, my original plan for all creatures that I've ever created on this planet still stands. And it has to come to fruition. Remember what Jesus taught? What's impossible with man is possible with God. You see, if my original plan for you and for all my creation and for all my children on this planet don't come to fruition, then the enemy wants. And fellow man, that will not happen and it could never happen. That's why over 2,000 years ago, I sent my son who came into the earth and defeat the spirit who was Satan himself and took back the earth 
after this happened, Jesus sent his disciples and later on Paul to go into the earth and share the good news of the kingdom of God. And through sharing the good news of God's grace and truth, God's mercy, his love, and my forgiveness and kindness to all who believe in the message. It's through their message of love, grace, forgiveness. Not through violence. It's through a message of grace and forgiveness that by the Spirit of God, when people hear truth, all those who are my children, and that's everyone on the planet, as they hear, each and every one of them have the ability to place their faith in the truth of the gospel, in the good news of the gospel, and believe in the message of what Jesus has done for them, and turn from darkness to light, and start living in the earth amongst their fellow men in peace, in unity, with integrity, honor, love, and compassion with each other. Fellow men, part of Jesus' assignment when he came into the earth is to defeat the enemy of God, that's Satan. And Jesus did exactly that. So I encourage you to place your faith in the grace of God and live your life abundantly. As we repent and turn from that way of living to the way that brings truth and life to you and your fellow men. Fellow men, I know the Spirit of God have blessed you. So kindly like, share this message. Share this message because as you share this message, you are doing exactly what Jesus and what the Spirit of God wants us to do. We are literally being disciples and not just disciples. We are sons and daughters of the kingdom of heaven. And you as a son and as a daughter of your heavenly father would want to take part in sharing the truth that would set men free. So I encourage you to like, share, and subscribe so that this message could grow. This truth could spread all over this planet Earth. So kindly like, share, and subscribe to our podcast, fellow men. God bless you. This message is to be continued, but before you go, continue to meditate on what you've heard and ponder on it and think on it and act on it.